Hello, friends and damn givers. Welcome to the Let's Give a Damn podcast. It's me, Nick Lapare, your friend and host, coming to you from my closet with a stone brewing IPA in my right hand at 9.39 p.m. Since the world has effectively shut down and we are doing our part to self-isolate from the rest of humanity right now, I'm having to make some adjustments like we all are. No studios, no traveling for interviews, none of that. For now, it'll be plenty of remote interviews and lots of adjusting and improvisation, but here we are. I'm not going anywhere. We have so many stories to tell you and fantastic shit to share with you, so don't go anywhere because I'm not going anywhere. We've got a lot to do, friends. Today, another monologue day. Surprisingly, I get great feedback from these shorter monologues. It's a mystery why anyone would want to hear me talk for more than a minute, but I aim to bring you tons of value during these episodes. Today is no exception. Well, things are crazy right now. You feel it, right? Not much makes sense. We are fighting an invisible enemy. One of the coronavirus is called COVID-19. Speaking of which, if you haven't listened to my conversation with my good friend and one of the country's leading computational immunoengineers, Jake Glanville, hit pause right now and go listen. It's great, I promise. It's informative, it's helpful in every way, it's hopeful, and it's without a doubt the most listened to episode of at least the last six months. People are really getting a lot of value out of it. They're learning a ton about COVID-19 and people are generally leaving very hopeful and just more informed about what's going on and how to deal with this new world, this new reality we're living in. Now that we know, or kind of know because nothing is certain right now, that this thing will be around for a while, I think it'll be especially important to find people giving a damn during this time and sharing those stories. Or for us to consider hopeful things. There is so much shit out there in the media and on social media. So that's what I want to do today. I want to share hopeful and helpful stories and hopeful and helpful ideas. And for every story I share and for every hopeful idea we entertain, I'll share a link or some links for you to look into in the show notes, which are available always at nicklapara.com slash podcast or letsgiveadam.com. Let's go. I've got four or five. Uh, and I hope they'll be helpful. Uh, they were helpful for me even just thinking through what I wanted to share today. So first, I have high hopes for the climate crisis aspect of what we are going through. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I and we as a family take caring for the environment seriously, very seriously. And a week ago, as things were really ramping up with this COVID-19 global pandemic, for at least here in the U.S., it's been around for a long time. But as as entire cities were, you know, effectively shutting down and doing shelter in place mandates and things like that, I began thinking, what impact is this going to have on the environment? Are we going to give Mother Nature the breather that she so desperately needs and deserves? Then I started to see, you know. Uh, I five in LA completely empty. Right, this is a this is a highway, an interstate that is jam packed from sun up to sundown, typically, and people were skateboarding on it and doing weird shit like that. But it was empty, and the streets of New York City empty. And I got to thinking about all the planes not flying right now. 
A few days ago, I saw this video from Italy. Whoever shot the video was pointing out that they could see the bottom of the canal for the first time in forever. There's usually so much boat traffic that they can't see through the muddy waters, and now they could see all the way to the bottom. And the video showed us fish in the water. And it showed us that geese had returned, and geese hadn't been there for forever because of people traffic and boat traffic. And now we could see the bottom, we could see the fish, we could see the geese that had returned. I'll be honest, I cried when I saw that video. And I have seen reports that pollution levels in cities like New York City, L.A., and others have gone down drastically since they've been in social distancing mode. And lastly, I heard stories coming out of Wuhan, a city of 11 million people in China that got hit pretty hard by this coronavirus. They've been in lockdown for weeks, maybe months. And I heard stories that you could hear the birds singing again. And they hadn't been singing in years. Very heavily populated, very dense metropolitan area. No birds, just people, things, stuff being made, people polluting the air, and now they're back singing. And yesterday I saw a heat map that measured pollution over China. Pollution levels went way down in January and February and into March. Now that cases are lowering in number in China, the heat map showed that unfortunately the pollution levels are going back up. So fuck that. But for now, I'm going to hope that we can and we'll learn some lessons about how to better care for this place we call home. And I hope that we do not go back to some of our old ways. And I'm going to have a climate scientist on the show very soon to discuss if my theory is right or wrong. Because my theory is that if we learn some stuff, here's my theory. My theory is that Right now, climate scientists are getting a very, you know, we've had, uh, you know, people young and old, young like Greta Thunberg, and so many client uh, activists and client, climate scientists telling us for years that we're, we're fucking up the earth, you know, more and more as the days and months and years go by. But there's never, at least not in the last few years, there's, there's not been anything that has uh, you know, caused us to stop and and see that, right? For for so many of us, we look outside and everything's clean and everything's fresh and we don't think that things are getting worse and worse. And now with this pandemic that is keeping tens of millions of vehicles off the road, we're now gonna have clear data that shows us how much pollution went down. It's gonna show us where the CO2 levels are at. It's gonna show us what happens when we stop making as much stuff, it will show us what happens when we stop driving. It'll show us what happens when we all chill out for a bit. So again, I want to have a climate scientist on the show very soon to discuss if my theory is right or wrong. So keep an eye or an ear rather out for that. Okay. Second one. The first one was an idea of a very hopeful idea. I hope for you. The second one is a story. Yasher is an American journalist and someone I follow fairly religiously on Twitter. He, his, his Twitter handle is his name, Yasher. He is provocative, funny, and he most definitely gives a damn, and I think you should follow him. Anyway, last year, he led an effort that raised $2 million for black churches that had been burned down by arsonists. A few days ago, he started another GoFundMe to raise money for hourly workers that have lost some or all of their job 
during this time. And as of right now, as of the recording on on the eve of the night before this podcast comes out, because that's how we're doing things these days, the he had a million dollar goal and they're at 400 and something thousand right now. And it's only been going on for like three days. So I am very happy. First of all, I'm confident they're going to raise the money. And I'm very happy that because so many of my friends have lost their jobs in the service industry and otherwise, these hourly jobs that are not, um, you know, it, it, essential right now. And so they're being laid off uh, temporarily or indefinitely. And I hope that some of my friends and, and, and all the strangers get to take advantage of the money raised through this campaign. But I bring up this story to point out that I love when people that have influence use their influence for good. We see so many examples of people using their influence to prop themselves up, to further their thing, their product, whatever they're good at. And I love that what happens during these times, we forget all of that shit and we start working to help and serve one another. So thank you, Yasher. Third, thirdly, and along the same lines as the previous story, there's an author named Shay Serrano. Some of you may know him. He has been giving away his own money. So what Yasher is doing isn't any less significant because he did pitch in a lot of his own money, but he's raising money, right? So he's 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 collecting other people's money. Shay is giving away his own money on Twitter. So he usually begins these tweets when he's about to give away money. He usually begins his tweets with some version of fuck coronavirus. We're going to get through this shit together. And then he asks people that have lost their jobs because of the virus or people that need money right now to reply to the tweet with their cash app name or Venmo. And then he gives eight or nine people at a time $250, $300. And then a few hours later, he'll do it again. And as of a couple days ago, he had given away $25,000, $30,000, something like that. It keeps fluctuating because he keeps giving money away. So I imagine it's a higher amount even today. That stuff really warms my heart. People can't think clearly or be calm when they know bills are coming and they can't pay them. Right? You can feel that, right, friends? Most of us have probably had, maybe we're going through that right now. Maybe you are going through that. And if you are, please let me know. I'm not promising I can do anything, but if I can, I will. But I will at least be there as a listening ear and someone who will uh, think with you and process with you and pray for you if that's something you want to happen over you. But the truth is the truth is there, that when when we are short on money, and this is one of those times in history when most people are short on money, most people don't have, you know, wads of cash in savings right now. People can't think clearly or be calm when they know bills are coming. They can't pay them. And Shay is one of many people right now. I could share, we could spend hours of me recounting the stories that I've heard over the last you know, few days, things I've seen on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, stories I've heard in the media of people using their own money to help people. That is what you do with wealth, friends. That is what you do when you are fortunate and blessed enough to make money is you use it to take care of yourself and your family, sure, but to also take care of others. And so Shay helping people forget about that for a second by taking care of a bill or two with that $300 gift is, it's amazing. And it truly is a gift for these friends. These, I'm telling you these stories. I wanna talk about the climate and I wanna talk about what Yasher is doing and what Shay Serrano is doing. And again, I could tell a hundred stories like this. I wanna do that because I want to encourage your heart. We've got a couple more. But I want to take a break quickly, and I want to remind you that I'm doing this to encourage 
your heart. I want, to, I want to remind you that there are so many damn givers out there. So many people that want to give a damn, are giving a damn, are finding their unique way to give a damn. And we're all in this together, friends. We really, really are. So fourth, right after the tornado hit Nashville three weeks ago, right? Most of you know at this point, whether you've heard it on my last couple podcasts or whether you uh, are a human in the world that watches the news, right? You've heard about this um, very powerful, I don't know what they ended up classifying it. I think an F3 tornado tops out at 165 miles per hour and it turns into an F4. And ours was literally at 164 or something like that. So technically, I think it qualified as the destruction says it was in F4. Either way, three weeks ago, an incredibly powerful tornado just plowed through Nashville. Give me a second. I'm going to take a drink. I started a WhatsApp group to gather all the folks that were hitting me up that wanted to help. They were hitting me up on text, on email, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, DMs, everything. They were calling me saying, I want to help. What can we do? And I feel blessed, honestly, truly. I'm not saying that to be a, like a, that's not a backhanded compliment for myself. I feel blessed that people were, you know, wanting to link arms with me. Um, That's truly a gift. But I had to figure out where to put all these people because I couldn't keep up with all the things that were coming in. So I started a WhatsApp group to gather all the folks that were hitting me up that wanted to help. That three weeks later, that has now turned into an 80-ish person uh, WhatsApp group that interact on a regular basis. Weeks later, about needs in our city related to the tornado and or the coronavirus. And those 80-something, some of those people are in there working on their own and others represent groups of people. And I've, I've been able to sort of guesstimate that there's somewhere between three to 500 people represented in those 80 people on the app. I can't tell you how many times I have teared up watching interactions happen and connections being made. I mean that. I will be sitting down working, not thinking about the app for, you know, a few hours a day that I have to do my own work. And it'll, it'll, it'll bing, it'll ping whatever noise it makes. And I'll see, you know, within a few minutes, some connection is made. Someone says, hey, I've got this. I can do this. Who needs this? And then someone chimes in and says, we need that. Or I know who needs that. Or someone, you know, pops in and says, I need something. We need more diapers. We need more uh, medical supplies. We need more this. We need more that. We need a vehicle to move someone. And within a few minutes, the connection is made. And what's cool is that people that I know that listen to this podcast, like Bree and Madison and Jeb and others, are, maybe you're listening right now. Thank you so much. I love you guys and girls. You know, they're in there helping out and contributing when they can and how they can. It's incredible. And I've mentioned a few times on the pod that we are going to start local chapters uh, very soon in the U.S. and the world eventually. We've been slow to pull the trigger, honestly, because life has been insane, and you have heard all about that. I won't, I won't rehash all of that, but also because I honor your time and contribution and want to come up with some solid ways of helping out before we pull the trigger. So we are getting closer and closer. Um, oddly enough, uh, this tornado gave me a chance to assess things that work and don't work, and so we are figuring things out in the midst of, you know, I'll be completely honest and open with you all because we're a family. 
um, the coronavirus uh, wiped out about 50 to 75% of my income. And that's just the truth because a lot of my income comes from things related to, related to speaking and events, both for myself and ones that I produce and put on and help manage. And events are gone for the next few months, right? And so, yeah, we, overnight, 50 to 70% of my income is gone. And so um, all of that together has, has caused me to just be a little more slow and deliberate about pulling the trigger on things because I don't want to wear you all out with, hey, we're going to do this, and then it doesn't happen. And then, hey, we're going to do that, and then it doesn't happen. So, But I do want you to know that we're getting closer and closer. I already have 12 to 15 cities ready to pull the trigger, ready to go. Um, and we'll share more on that soon. I just noticed that I've said pull the trigger several times, and I don't know why. I'm going to try to stop that because you guys know me. I'm I'm uh, I don't own a gun. I never will own a gun. I'm pretty pretty like hippie and pacifist. Um, so I don't know why I use that. I mean, it's it's a pretty common term, but I don't like it because I don't like pulling triggers. I'm not going to pull triggers. So we are going to launch that soon. Uh, 12 to 12 to 15 cities ready to go. We'll share more details on that soon. And while we're discussing the WhatsApp group, a couple of reminders, friends. No one is coming to save us. I promise this is all going to connect. I went from talking about a WhatsApp group to getting very serious, but it, it, it all connects. I promise. No one is coming to save us. No one is coming to save you. No one is coming to give you permission to help and love others. No one is coming to tell you how to build community or if you should build community. It's up to you. It's up to us. One of our past guests, um, Kareem Manuel, from a year and a half ago, you know, his, his company is really starting to take off now, but their tagline is, well, the whole company is called We, and it's the tagline is, we are the ones we are waiting for. Like, no one is coming to save you. When the tornado hit a few weeks ago, I had people ask me left and right, what do we do? How do we do it? I was walking into neighborhoods that looked like war zones with people. And again, people were saying, what do we do? Where do we start? What do we do? There's no one there to direct us. A huge fucking tornado just came through. We just had to start. We just had to do. That's where the WhatsApp came into play. And there were trees that needed to be removed from rooftops. So I went and bought a chainsaw. Actually, three chainsaws in 24 hours because I kept frying them from so much work. But that's another story for another time. Another time. Point is, no one's coming to save us. No one's coming to save you. No one is coming to tell you to go do this or to go do that. I'm not going to, that's for sure. It's up to you. Okay, let's wrap up. Lastly, this is the last idea that I want to share with you. I hope that you feel encouraged, friends, before I share this. My computer just went off, that big ding, you just heard that. Um, I hope you feel encouraged by the stories about Shea Serrano and Yasher, and I hope that you're encouraged that hopefully Mother Nature, Mother Earth is getting this breather that she so deserves. Hope you're encouraged that when times are hard, when, thing, when shit hits the fan, people come together. I hope you're seeing that right now all over social media, all over the media. You know, people shit on the media so much, but I'm so grateful for our journalists and reporters and platforms that share these amazing stories because they encourage me day in and day out. Lastly, 
I am starting a series, and this is important because I really want you to help out here. I need your help on this one, okay? And this is a very easy ask of you, I think. I'm starting a series called the Damn Good Quarantine Series. You know that I like to play on the word damn good. We use the hashtag damn good people, and I own way too many hashtags that start with damn good and then another word, uh, you know, after it. And so damn good quarantine series, and I need your help. I want to hear from you. If you go to at Let's Give a Damn on Instagram right now, click on the link in our bio, you'll be able to submit a story of how you're giving a damn during this pandemic. And this includes giving a damn about yourself, about each other, and about others. And here's the difference. I've explained this before, but it bears repeating. There are three different ways in my mind, and I might get further clarification on language, and you know, I might be able to expand this idea soon. But right now, here is the main differences. Here are the main differences between giving a damn about yourself, each other, and others. Giving a damn about yourself has to happen first. People are getting a chance right now to uh, face the good, the bad, and the ugly about themselves because they're at home more. They're and not everybody. Again, there are still amazing service workers and medical professionals and trash collectors and postal workers and all these people that are out working still. But so many of us are home. So many of us are being faced with realities, uh, good things, ugly things about ourselves, things that we were kind of squashing down with work and hanging out with friends five nights a week. And now that can't happen. And I want to hear how you are giving a damn about yourself. How are you healing? How are you growing? How are you taking care of yourself? Secondly, give a damn about each other. These are the people in your life these that, that you are going to pour into and they're going to pour into you. Family, friends, community, your neighbors. These are people that you know and they know you and you're going to pour into each other in many different kinds of ways. That's the second category because you can't fill yourself all the way up. You can't do it all yourself. You need other people to come in, right? So that's the each other part. And then thirdly, giving a damn about others. These are people that you are going to help that they probably don't know you and you don't know them. Whether that is um, right now buying a gift card from your favorite restaurant or ordering curbside takeout or whatever it may be to support them. They may not know who you are, but you are giving a damn about them. Now, that is a wonderful act, but that is that is only going to fill you up so far because they're not pouring back into you. It's a one-way transaction. If you're not healthy enough from giving a damn about yourself and giving a damn about each other, that is going to be a very hard uh, transaction that giving a damn about others because it won't fulfill you because you're not healthy in the other ways, right? And those are still very necessary. You need to, you need during this, uh, you know, COVID-19 uh, global pandemic, we need to support each other, people that we know and people we don't know alike. But you need to be caring for yourself and healthy enough to be able to do that well, right? And that applies to, again, your favorite restaurant or helping Charity Water build a well overseas or, you know, buying, you know, products from a social enterprise where, you know, it's 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 funding, you know, the salary of women in, you know, uh, somewhere in Africa or somewhere in South America or Central America, right? These are people that you're helping, but they don't know you. They're not going to pour back into you, right? And so I want to hear these stories of how you're giving a damn about yourself, each other, and others. And the form is very simple. Name, email, share the story. And then I want you to upload a selfie photo of you flashing the peace sign, right? So I'm when, I, when we share your story on Instagram and other places online, we're going to share your photo attached to it. And it's you, selfie, 
not not posed, nothing professional, no headshots, and it's you holding up a peace sign because peace is ultimately what we're after. Peace with our friends and our strangers and our enemies. And so remember, go to Let's Give a Damn on Instagram right now. Click the link in our bio. Don't delay. I want to hear from you. Okay, that's all for today. We have some fantastic conversations lined up. I hope this monologue has been helpful for you. I hope you're encouraged that shit's happening, friends. This is a really hard time, and it's scary. And there are things that are very uncertain. Remember I said at the beginning, the the hardest thing about this is that our enemy is invisible. We can't see if we have it. We can't see if we don't have it. It'll be weeks before we know if we have it. We could be passing it along to people. That is a little scary. But I hope you're encouraged that wonderful things are happening. People are giving a damn. You can give a damn. Hopefully many of you are giving a damn. So we have some fantastic conversations coming up because COVID-19 isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I'll be having many conversations about it, but tackling it from many angles. We're going to talk with scientists, medical professionals, and other experts. And we'll also talk with people doing good in the midst of this pandemic and so on. Also, what do you want to hear from me? What do you want to hear about? Who do you want to hear from? Are there any issues you want to learn more about? or any particular guests you'd like to learn from and hear from, let me know. I want to and need to hear from you. Hit me up with any questions or comments on social media at Nick Lapara or at Let's Give a Damn. My email is always open, hello at nicklapara.com. As always, this show is created by Chad Snavely and me. The music is by our friend Propaganda. We're part of the Matter Media family. Please share this episode with people you like. With people you don't like, just make sure you share it. It takes fewer than 15 seconds to hit that share button. Also, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you can leave a review. It means the world, and, and it really moves our cause forward. Friends, I can't wait to spend time with you next week. Sending lots of love and light to each one of you. Keep giving a damn. Peace. Peace.